Hello, it's Friday the 4th of August. I'm Rob Hutton, and I'll be issuing a statement through my lawyers later. Welcome back to Paper Cuts, the modern newspaper review, where we plunder the press for the mad, the bad, and the dangerous to read, as well as the gems of British daily journalism. We're out mid-morning every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and if you subscribe on your favourite podcast app, you'll never miss an episode. Here are the headlines for today's show. Greenpeace meanies? Oil protesters scale PM's Yorkshire roof. Back on your bikes, cash-strapped over 50s told to get delivery jobs. Brady's new bunch. American footballer buys real footballers. Welcome to Paper Cuts. We read the papers so you don't have to. Thanks for joining us on Paper Cuts. It's August and we're at the beginning of a four-week trek across a hot, dry desert of news. I'm Rob Hutton, and here to squint at the splashes with me, it's screenwriter and historian Alex von Tunzelman. Hello, Alex. Good morning. And also joining us is comedian and writer Athena Kugblenu. Hello, Athena. Good morning. So, what have we got on the front pages today? Well, the big news overnight is uh, our old friend Donald Trump. Um, So we've got a lot of front pages leading on him. The Guardian's got Trump pleads not guilty to all charges and lots of coverage inside the papers as well. Um, A whole kind of range of Trumpy stories on offer today. You've got an interesting different version of the story, um, Athena, I think, haven't you? Well, more to the point, the Times is is asked the real question, where's Melania? (gasps) Where is Melania? Has he buried her? I don't know, but what we need to do is check his tax receipts for chest freezers. (laughs) Has he tried to claim tax back on a chest freezer? Because I've not seen this woman for a long time. It was literally, she was with him side by side and the papers loved her. And she always had something to say that was ridiculous and amusing. And he's talk about, right? Where is she now? What has he done with her? What's she doing with herself? We need to know answers. We need answers. I mean, the Times' theory seems to be that she's uh, quite enjoying... Having enjoying his money in New York without him. Well, appar- apparently uh, that's what you're supposed to do when you marry a very wealthy person who lets you get on with things. Uh, enjoy the money, stay in your stay in their penthouse, uh, secure a lot of uh, their wealth for the son that you share with him, which is what she's done. Um, and maybe she's just enjoying her life, or maybe she's in a chest freezer. Okay, so <laughs> right. let's you know let's let's really let's start a Where's Melania campaign. I just want to just like you know just send. Blink twice, <laughs> if you need help. In the in the more substantial Trump coverage, I mean, the story of yesterday was him going to court uh, to be arraigned uh, in the latest round of charges, the latest, latest indictment, the third indictment he's facing. My favourite graphic of today is in the Washington Post. Uh, they've got a lovely sort of curly snake uh, representing the maximum sentences of the charges Trump faces. So... Between the 78 counts that he's facing across three indictments, uh, it creeps up past 100 years, 200 years, 400 years. A total of 641 years in prison is what he could currently be facing if he was convicted on all counts, penalties at maximum and no concurrence. Yeah, I'm not not sure he's going to survive that. (laughs) What else have you got? What else has The Guardian got? The Guardian mainly has led on uh, latest rate rise sparks Tory calls for tax cuts. That's interest rates going up yet again to 5.25%. And some Tories appears to indicate John Redwood, who uh, is is some Tory, that is true, um, who misses no opportunity to ask uh, to argue that tax cuts are the only answer to anything. So that's what's happening yep. there. Uh, the Daily Mail have led on another story, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, later. Um, how on earth could this be allowed to happen? Which is uh, Greenpeace occupying the roof of 
Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's family home in Yorkshire and covering it in big black banners to uh, protest against oil profits and um, and kind of look forward to hopefully a green future. Yeah, they've got that photo. They've made that photo work. The Guardian's got a photo of it, but it's it's the wrong it's the wrong photo. Terrible the Guardian. Photo. You can't tell where he is. You can't see the size of the house. No, yeah, the mail you know. kind of has shown this sort of massive oh. house, all draped in big black sheets. The Guardian's got like a super close up, so you can see four people on the roof, but it could be absolutely anywhere. Yeah. Athena, what have you got for us? What have we got? Well, the eyes leading with uh, mortgage chaos. Three years of mortgage pain as six million face rate hikes. Um, I've got the son who are leading with uh, the story that just will never go away. Harry snubbed for Queen Memorial. Snubbed yeah. again. You're Poor not Harry. welcome, Harry. You're no son of mine or whatever. I'm assuming that's how it went. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and Daily Star, wish you were here. They're leading with a headline, wish you were here. Because when you go on holiday and it's sunny, the sun is bad for your hair. So wear a hat. Right. That's, the, that's, the, that's okay. the star leading with the real, the really important information good knowledge good knowledge let's turn to the amazing greenpeace protest on the roof of rishi sunak's yorkshire house um as you say the the mail is furious about this how furious is the mail about this uh, Alex. Extremely furious. I mean, to the point that we have the full front page, um, starting with a Daily Mail comment uh, and then sort of into the story. And then a total of six pages of coverage. There is a genuine security question, which is how did six people in bright red envelopes manage to get onto the roof of, of an actual prime minister's house without anyone noticing them? They, they, it, 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 I, I do have some sympathy for the maybe North Yorkshire police were asleep on the job. <laughs> but this is the UK. Like, if you see people doing stuff, they think, oh, they're getting their roof fixed. Let's not be nosy. Do you yeah, know what I mean? There's probably a hole in the roof. There's probably maybe, always workmen on, on roof. Maybe yeah. he's installing solar panels. Yeah, he you know? does actually, as the mail helpfully point out in one of the 11 pictures that they have of this, 11. he does actually need his windows um, replacing because there's, there's a bit. he's got a bit of dry rot. Right. Yeah, well, um, you know, which, is, uh, which is quite a complicated job, I can tell you. But it, is he I in mean, a conservation area? Then no, it's, well, it's, a, of... it's a grade two listed building. Mm, so, so he's going to have to go to a proper contractor. Get, get you can't go to Aspen in. and get no. your UPVC. No, that's a UPVC. No. That's, Although there's a lot yeah. of people up there who know how to do that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I suppose the difference is with The Guardian picking their quite boring picture that's a super close-up, they do at least preserve a bit of Rishi Sunak's privacy, whereas the male with uh, 11 photos of this happening really fully show exactly where the house is, <laughs> how you yeah. get into it, various ladders up at it, all the different windows, the access. I mean, fantastic terrorist manual here for anyone that wants to go. This is a Greenpeace protest, um, and they have a big sign that says, no new oil with the Greenpeace logo beneath it. Greenpeace is not just a oil, but on the other hand, still features oil. And of course, I think what that really tells us is that Just Stop Oil have been extraordinarily successful in their media campaign. Now, you know, like or loathe it, whatever one thinks of it, clearly it's really captured the public imagination to some extent. And, you know, much as you sort of see so much coverage from the mail saying that this is outrageous and must be stopped, you have to wonder whether they really want it to stop, given how much of their newspaper it's filling. Yes. Athena, do you think the mail is... How how unhappy do you think the mail actually is to have a nice big story they can print over a number of pages? They're ecstatic. Every time this happens, they are thrilled. OK, so we know they love it, but they're, you know, they're not using the, 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 their newspaper to ask the right questions. For example, the first question, where did they get such a decent supply of 
black fabric because mm-hmm. I've recently moved house and I've got quite large windows and I'm struggling to find yeah. blinds and curtains that fit them. And here we are. These, just these, these within, must be 18 foot. Within a week, yeah. they've they've sourced, um, you know, fabric. It's It looked hemmed to me. Doesn't it look hemmed? Yeah. They've really, yeah. you know, they've gone to town. It's uh, nicely made. I don't send them to jail. Get them a bit of community service, like doing interior do, design. Doing your, doing your house. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they can clearly, they clearly are able to do things that other, other interior designers can't do. Secondly, let's face it, when it gets really hot, what do they tell you to do? Block solar gain, i.e. shade your windows to stop the heat coming yeah. in. So if I was rich, I'd, just, I'd be like, you know what, cheers, keep that there because I'm about to drill some for, for more oil and gas and I'm going to need that. <laughs> so they're doing him a favour, to be honest. Um, it, 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 it's sort of like, I think it's a really effective protest, to be honest. Like they could have, It could have been a lot worse. They could have actually draped his house in oil. The Times' coverage of this is the coverage that you would give to something if you actually didn't want it if you if you actually wanted to discourage it there's a it's it's on an inside page it's basically on as an extended photo caption so you've covered it because you've sort of got to cover it because it's a but but you're not doing much with it the, the the male's coverage is much more the sort of the oh fantastic can you please do this again next week because there's really no news next week i suppose yeah the other thing is just 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 the, the the do you think that greenpeace has sort of been goaded into this by the fact that just stop oil uh, uh, the new kid the new kid on the eco protest block Absolutely. I mean, well, that's probably quite an interesting side story, although not one that the papers seem to be looking into a huge amount. But yes, uh, whether Greenpeace are feeling a bit like they've had some of their campaigning thunder stolen by these, you know, young Turks of Just Stop Oil who've kind I think of. They're come all in. old Turks, aren't they? Are they not all retired? They the Just are Stop actually, Oil people. Quite, yeah, I mean, they're all pretty <laughs> cracking on, aren't they? But I mean, you know, some of the Greenpeace ones are too. I mean, the Mail has, um, you know, lots and lots of photos of them. I mean, to be fair, they look, you know, they look. Like they're a range of ages, but quite nimble because they can get all the way up to Rishi Sunak's roof, which is quite hard. Big house. I'll be, be, be quite scared to go up there. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, where, meanwhile, is where is Rishi? Not nearby. We've got we've got photos of his holiday snaps. Yes. So, I mean, the picture that he probably wanted on the front pages this morning, rather than his house being draped in black cloth, is Rishi Sunak on holiday in California with his wife and uh, adorable children. And it did make it to the front page of The Telegraph, probably sort of the most sympathetic newspaper who have led with that rather than with the story about his house back in Yorkshire. Um, So, you know, we have a big smiley picture, lots of bright colours, Californian sunshine, trying to project a very different image, shall we say. Carefully affordable clothes sound as well. <laughs> they all went to Primark just for this, got kitted out. Greenpeace will be furious. Well, they were in a rash. You can see the kids. They're itching. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're allergic to all that polyester. It's quite coordinated. It looks like it all came off the same display, yeah. didn't it? No, it's good. It's same so colours. Well, well styled. I think very rich people should look good in clothes. That's my feeling. That's, <laughs> it's the least they can do for us. But the other, other... Um, Rishi story that um, Rishi photo story that everybody's talking about is him pulling a pint. Yes, he's pulling a pint. So Rishi loves to do ordinary things. You all remember yeah, that I'm, like, I'm like buying petrol. You know, yeah. I'm eating a sausage roll. I don't believe he's done that. But why haven't you done that yet, Rishi? So you've missed a trick. Uh, so he's recently he After recently, Edmund, yeah. eating that bacon sandwich. No one's touching the sausage roll. <laughs> so anyway, he's recently uh, taken part in a photo shoot to promote his new alcohol taxation policies, uh, and there was a lovely picture of him pulling a pint. Um, 
that's my stomach. So <laughs> <laughs> there was it was just look that pint has made my stomach very mm. like yeah. Um, yeah. hungry. Uh, there's a lovely picture of him pulling a pint, and there's somebody who does it for a living behind him going, "You're doing a good job." Um, now uh, an AI generated image has been made, which has changed this image. Uh, uh, it's changed the person behind him into sort of rather than looking approvingly, she's looking disapprovingly. She's side eyeing him, um, and the pint looks horrendous. It looks like a pint that was pulled by someone who doesn't understand what drafts uh, yeah. beer to be fair which uh, to be fair is Rishi is, and it is Rishi well yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Rishi, he has no he's, idea he's, 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 not a, he's, not, he's not a drinker he's teetotal you know, pretty, which is, pretty yeah. confident he never worked behind a college bar <laughs> exactly um, and this is um, uh, this image was sh- shared by some Labour MPs yeah. look at this idiot you can't put a pint and the person who can pour pints is side eyeing him and it's guess what guys it's all artificially artificial intelligence uh, it's not a side eye it's just someone's drawn on googly eyes <laughs> and it's and it's not I a bad pint say, I don't it was described as a deep fake it's, I think it's more of a shit fake it's, it's a shallow fake yeah. I mean this is the kind of thing you could have knocked up in Photoshop in 1994 with absolutely no problem at all or to be honest with a bit of Tipex in the 1980s it's the equivalent of drawing like a pair of glasses and whiskers on him I'd like to take a moment to tell you about an issue that's very close to my heart. As you leaf through your morning paper, how much thought do you give to the people who make it happen? I'm not talking about the star columnists or the glory-hunting reporters. I'm talking about the production journalists, the anonymous heroes who get the words to fit onto the page, who slave through the night in worn-out cardigans, fuelled only by milky tea and B&H superkings, rewriting copy and handcrafting headlines to bring you a smile over your cornflakes. But sometimes, even the best sub has an off day. And that's why every Friday, we ask you to help out and fix the headline. We give you a great story where the papers have, unaccountably, fallen down on the job. And we ask you to write a better headline for us. Send them in on threads or whatever Elon is calling Twitter this week. And we'll reward the best one with a silky smooth 100% cotton paper cuts t-shirt, enabling you to be the envy of strangers as you stroll to the beach this summer. Today we turn to a silly season perennial, the Loch Ness Monster. Investigators are looking for new volunteers to join a weekend search for the elusive beastie at the end of the month, the eye reports. But the headline is, Nessie Hunt has wanted as extensive new search for Loch Ness Monster is planned. Can you do better? I know you can. Tweet or threads us a better one with the hashtag FixTheHeadline. We'll announce a winner on Monday. Back in the actual papers, what are today's fantastic offerings, folks? Athena. Oh, this is this is This is the best story. Athena. Okay. This is the story. Beyonce has her own loose seats flown out to each destination of her world tour. The headline, Crazy in Lav. It's an exclusive. Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. I'm sort of fascinated by this story because Princess Diana came to my school 30 years ago and uh, she had toilet seats moved around the country ahead of her too. So this is obviously a thing. It's a thing, yeah. Like when I move into a new home, I I change the toilet seats. The first thing I do before I touch the light bulbs, I'm like, because you don't know how many butts have been on it. You don't know (laughs) countless. You don't know how many house parties they've had. You don't know how much you because you know how like you you, when you kill someone 
and then you think you clean no, up. No, I don't know how when I kill someone. <laughs> but going, do carry on. I'm going somewhere <laughs> with this. This and podcast is turning cold. You think you've cleaned up, right? You think I've got all the bleach, I've cleaned up everything, and then the CSI come in, and then they get the UV, wet, UV out, and then there's patches. You yeah. haven't cleaned up, right? Toilet seats are like that. You think you've cleaned your toilet seat, but if I, I bet if you get out a UV light thing, you'll see all the all the skid marks, all the pebble dashing, <laughs> all, all, the, all the urine stains. So, I, you know, if I was... Beyonce and I was going on a world tour you know, you're travelling the world you know that's each toilet might have had 100 butts in it you've got a 60 day tour that's 60 times 100 that's 6,000 asses. you know so you, you're better that off with you your own seat you don't want your ass touching right yeah that's 6,000 different specimens of urine on your butt I and mean, when you break it down it actually sounds quite sensible so in the Daily Star, I've got, uh, I mean, my favourite story of the whole year, more details on how killer whales are learning how to gang up and sink boats. The young ones are ramming boats, learning it from their uh, from their elders in the kind of killer whale pod. Um, obviously, the Star talks a lot about how boffins and boffinesses are learning about this, their favourite words um, for scientists. I'm not sure about boffiness. That's a, a boffiness is right, a lady okay. boffin. I mean, you know, right. you can't discriminate. I would have thought the lady boffin was just a boffin. I mean, but, okay. well, how modern of you not yes. in the start um, <laughs> anyway t- truly I am woke yeah. <laughs> and the headline is out of orca very wow. good very good got, any, got another one for us so in the sun going for going for two bites of the cherry they've already had crazy and love but they're not satisfied they're doing going for more puns uh, so this is a story about uh, Greeks have launched an all out war apparently on sunbeds to stop Brits hogging space on all their beaches uh, so fed up residents this is a secondary pun uh, have formed what they call the towel movement to oppose oh. this oh, yeah. um, but yeah. the main headline is Greeks lose their marbles over Brit sunbeds Apart from um, protesting about oil, what else are the over 50s being told to do, Alex? Well, the front page of the Mirror has another Tory Tebbit says, hard up on your bike. Uh, So this is the story that um, a Conservative minister, Mel Stride, has suggested that if you're over 50 and struggling, um, you should get a takeaway delivery job riding your bike around for uh, Deliveroo or one of these food delivery companies. Um, And there's quite a strong reaction. um, This is actually, this this is yesterday's splash from the Times. Um, to to give the Times their credit, it's a nice little interview by Jerry Scott there. I think um, got an exclusive. Well done, yeah. then. Um, but uh, the other papers have now jumped in on it because um, yeah. you know this is this is absolutely you know. So the Mirror has done a very classic kind of mirror write up of it. So it's on the front page, but it's also inside in a full page under the headline "Deliver Boo." <laughs> um, and, and we've got lots of Norman Tebbit references now. You know, for anybody not quite as ancient as me, Norman Tebbit sort of you know was in the 1980s told people to get on their bike to find work, very widely criticised for that. So they've taken that as an excuse to print not only a picture of Tebbit, but also a picture of his spitting image puppet. Oh, fair enough, it was a good puppet. It was, yeah. yes, pretty good actually. Um, and so, yes, there's lots of sort of talk about really whether over 50s, <laughs> whether their knees can take it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't, I'm, very, I'm very nearly 50 and I'm not, I'm not, I can't cycle up hills. How's the mail handling this, Athena? Oh well, um, tip, with with typical finesse, 
Um, <laughs> Tom Atley, um, I'll just read you his headline because it's hilarious. Um, I can forgive today's ungrateful youth, but please don't ask me to deliver their takeaways. So always finding a way to make it the young people's fault. Um, you know, so maybe like, obviously, if you end up being a 50 year old or 50 plus person who delivers food, just like, just check it's for somebody over 50 like yourself. Then, yeah. you know, like, you know, you guys can order food for each other. That's fine. But no, it's, this is a great little piece where he's managed to bring in a bit of commentary on trans people. I think he mentions Winston Churchill at one point. Um, we will deliver, All the hits. deliver sandwiches. Um, on the beaches. Yeah, on the beaches um, and off the on beaches. On the landing grounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not in the mountains, though, yeah, because of we, our knees. We will no, deliver exactly. that foreign muck. Um, it's, um, yeah, um, so it's, it's all young people's fault that uh, there is a burgeoning gig economy because they are eating horrible food and we're not delivering it. Uh, deliver it yourself. Yeah, well, um, I, I blame yeah. I, as the youngest person here, Athena. I'm blaming you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all our fault. We just we just wanted KFC bucket chicken on a Wednesday, but it was raining and we didn't want to go out. Um, yeah, I mean the thing is, Tom Tom knows it's his time is coming. <laughs> his time is coming. Put on that blue uniform, Tom. Yeah. Get that e-bike out. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be, and I'm not going to tip Tom. I'm David Baddiel. I'm a writer and a comedian and a Jew. I'm Saeeda Varsi. I'm a businesswoman and a politician and a Muslim. Jews and Muslims always seem to be in the news or on the news. Lots of people talk about us and this is us talking about ourselves. The kind of things that people say don't touch, yeah. we are going to go there. I mean, I think Jews and Muslims are talking about these things, but I think they're not talking about them together because they're worried that if they do, sparks might fly. A Muslim and a Jew go there. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. So, Athena... What's this year's must-have accessory among American superstars? Oh, I'm glad you asked. You're not an American superstar, by the way, unless you are, unless you own or, or are on the way to owning a British football club. Tom Brady. You know who Tom Brady is? Well, only very dimly because he gets confused with Tom Brady. I know him because people confuse Tom Bradby with him, but he, I don't think that's what he's most famous for. He's, yeah, he's an, he's an American quarterback. It's one of those people who's supposed to be really famous, but every time I look at him, it's like the first time I've seen him. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, he's Tom Brady. He's got the most generic face, but he wants to buy Birmingham City. Right. Uh, well, how was that? I don't do accents. Um, but he wants to buy Birmingham City. So he, he City. is famous because he's an American footballer, which is a big deal in America. Oh, he's an American footballer. Yeah, he's an American, playing American, American football. Playing American and now, football. Yeah, yeah, and now he wants to buy a soccer club. So I hope they put in his contract that he can never call yeah. it a soccer club. Um, otherwise, he has to, um, you know, um, go away and do never come back. Do we think he understands what he's buying? No, why would he so rich? I mean, sometimes I go on eBay and I order stuff and I don't know what I'm buying because within my Have you ever wealth, bought a football club? I'll be honest with you, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't. I'm probably more qualified to buy one. Right, we, think you're, we think you'd do a better job. I mean, this, this, is all, this all comes from... Um, Rob McElhenney and uh, the other one who's in all those actions. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds yeah. buying Wrexham. And they I mean, care. They obviously want Wrexham to do well. Do you know what I mean? But it's you know. quite, so that, that whole thing is a kind of a, a quite sweet. I don't, I do sort of want to know how, how it came about that they, that they sort of decided to buy this. I just think when this, you've got a lot of money and time, you, yeah. they're like sort of rich kittens playing with little balls of wool. You know what I mean? And good, yeah. good for them. But it's weird that we're 
not buying more of their America. Like obviously David Beckham bought Miami and called it Inter Miami, which I think I always said we don't talk about that enough because <laughs> like we just randomly called it Inter Miami because there's like Inter in, 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 in Milan. Inter in Milan. Yeah. Um, which I think is said is that what do, we're going do, to there, do now? If, if there are three people less qualified to talk about international <laughs> soccer than the three of us, I would love to love to love to meet them. But um. But it's it's yeah, it's it's great for for Birmingham and it's I'm just glad it's not someone from the Middle East with incredibly problematic political Well, regime. that's true. Yes, it, <laughs> could, know, be, it could, could be a lot worse, couldn't it? Alex, let's talk about billionaire diet tips. Yes, um, this is a story in the Mail Online about Mark Zuckerberg, proprietor of Meta, which is Facebook, etc., etc. And he's revealing his monster McDonald's order and claiming he eats more than 4,000 calories a day. Recommended that you have more like uh, two to two and a half thousand, depending on... Uh, talk us, who, talk who us, on talk us through the Zuck order. Um, so the Zuck order, it's a big order from McDonald's. 20 nuggets, a quarter pounder, large fries, Oreo McFlurry, apple pie, and maybe some side cheeseburgers for later. I don't know, Americans have this thing called side cheeseburgers, which are some sort of side dish. <laughs> 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 this, is, um, this tells you a lot. Uh, and yeah, so his McDonald's order is two and a half thousand calories. So that's actually pretty much the whole day's requirement for a, for a normal man. But not Zuckerberg's not a normal man. We quickly find out. Um, he does seem to be very ripped and have quite a you know intense exercise regime. There's rather extraordinary picture of him um, just wearing his shorts alongside two um, other very fit gentlemen. And it's kind of funny because, you know, Zuckerberg, you know, he's kind of, he, he's got a very sort of smooth face and he looks a bit like a new potato. And then there's this kind of like <laughs> massive hench body beneath it. So, it's a, you know, it, it's a look. Um, but yes, apparently he says he has to eat 4,000 calories a day to compensate oh. for his intense workout regime. And his intense workout regime is 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 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats and a one-mile run. That sounds quite boring. A one-mile run, is that it? <laughs> yeah, what? Is that it? Yeah. Can you imagine, like, imagine someone... Oh, will you I can please, do 5K. Please, I please can sponsor, do... <laughs> not to be ableist, but someone, please sponsor me. I'm running a mile. You, like, I'm not giving you nothing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Shut down that GoFundMe one yeah, mile. We're just going to ignore the pull-ups Ridiculous. and the push-ups and the squats, he's, aren't we? Yeah. He's, what a bore. He's such yeah. a bore. So women, we have this really boring thing that we say as women. It's like, oh, I've, I can still wear jeans and these jeans are 25 years old. You know, I still feel into them. So the main equivalent of this is I ate 4,000 calories. I've got to eat all these calories to feed all my muscles. Oh, I've got all these muscles. They're so hungry. They go, feed me, feed me. I can't stop working out. I can't stop working out. Yes, you can't stop working out. And you know what? We'll see, we still don't fancy you. All that <laughs> all that money, all those muscles. He's got a six pack and, a, and pecs and I'm like, he does nothing for anybody. So it's sad really. Um, but it's, yeah, what it's the most boring thing. Guys, if you're out there, the most the dullest thing you can say out loud is, I need to eat 4 thousand calories a day because <laughs> of my training regime who are you training for do you do, do adidas sponsor you are you in the olympics or are you just someone who just sits at a keyboard all day and does a bit of code no one cares good for you but keep it to yourself it's boring oh i'm falling asleep already just talking about it <laughs> And that brings us to the end of today's Paper Cuts. Thanks to Alex von Tunzelman. Thank you for having me. And thanks to Athena Kuglenu. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow Paper Cuts on your favourite podcast app. If you really like us, then leave us five stars on Spotify and Apple and a review worthy of a TikTok influencer at the Barbie premiere. 
You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Papercuts Show. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to fix a headline, send in a better Nessie pun, and you might win a T-shirt. I've been Rob Hutton, and you've been listening to Papercuts on a day when the mail revealed that women are dumping boyfriends for having bad opinions about the Barbie movie, and yet my wife is allowed to fall asleep during a bridge too far. See you next time. 